does innovation come from the establishment? This is a generic question, but it becomes more pertinent when we start to consider the nature of gynecology, the nature of gynecology in the United States. Um, It used to be that women's care was provided primarily by women. There were midwives who delivered babies, and then things changed. Things changed in the U.S. Things became more um, regimented, formalized. Um, There were departments of OBGYN, obstetrics and gynecology, which were headed primarily by men. And as a result, midwives became less significant and pregnancy became more um, medicalized. Um, It was the expectation that women would um, go see their obstetrician, that they would deliver in the hospital cesarean sections. Um, The need for cesarean sections grew because everyone thought the best possible care was when you were receiving care by a board-certified OBGYN. And yet, the nature of OBGYN continues to evolve. I remember when I was starting, I was told that the bread-and-butter procedure, one that was done routinely by OBGYNs, was a DNC. And that DNCs were performed routinely on women who were experiencing abnormal bleeding. Well, I can tell you that today, DNCs aren't performed that often. Um, Often, that procedure has been replaced by what's called an office endometrial aspiration biopsy. Now, that's not to say that DNCs aren't done anymore, but they're just not done to the same degree as in the past. Another interesting change is the recommendations about how often, how often do you need to see a gynecologist? (laughs) And this varies depending on who you are. Um, The U.S. Preventive Task Force has not been able to show a clear benefit to um, the routine GYN exam. However, the American College of Obstetrics and Gynecology says it's absolutely indicated, although the frequency of needing a pap smear has now spaced out to every three to five years, depending on whether you are also doing co-testing with HPV, human papillomavirus. So women have wondered if I don't need a pap smear. And studies have shown that there's no clear benefit to that by manual digital exam. Why am I coming to the gynecologist? My stance has been and continues to be that you need to see a gynecologist or OBGYN when you are having a female concern or issue. 
similar to the cardiologist. You don't see a cardiologist because you have a heart. You see the cardiologist because because you have a heart issue or a heart concern or you need some discussion about your heart. And so for me, I think the appropriate times to see a gynecologist is maybe for that first time pelvic examination when you're nervous, where you've heard all sorts of horror stories about what it's going to be like. Um, You need to see that OBGYN when you're having a GYN issue, abnormal bleeding, persistent vaginal discharge, abnormal pap smear. Obviously, you need to see the OB for obstetrical care unless you have decided to do something else such as see a midwife but that's a personal decision but clearly your primary care doctor is not the likely person to follow you throughout your pregnancy it should be someone that's well trained and versed in obstetrical care And so women are wondering, I just need my birth control pills, or I just want a refill of my medication. Do I need to see the GYN every year? The OBGYN society has basically said yes. And sometimes we function as the gynecologist, a specialist, and sometimes we function more like a PCP. I tend to be on the side that says we should function as a specialist at all times. So what are women, what do women do? More recently, there's been the option of ordering or going online to, to get a refill of your birth control pills through online facilities. And also, there have been labs that have been um, making the possibility of doing STI, sexually um, transmitted infection testing, available through online. And if you can do all of that online, what is the need for the in-office GYN visit? Good question. And I think that OBGYNs need to address this issue with their patients. Currently, what happens, what is currently happening is that more and more women are turning to online facilities for medication refill, for testing. But then there's this catch that you will see, all of them will say, and if you have a concern or if you have a problem, please see your gynecologist. I don't like that dumping. I don't like I don't like the possibility that people can do any and everything and then when there's an issue, it now belongs in the realm of the gynecologist. I think there needs to be more collaboration between online facilities and the GYN. Online facilities and the obstetrician. It should be a collaboration. And women need to understand that not everything that's online is factual. Not everything that is online is reliable. 
not everything online will give you the results you desire. And so better to plan out your strategy with a gynecologist and say, I know that since there's a family history of high blood pressure or and I know that as an African-American, I'm, I am more predisposed to developing hypertension, that I need to understand my risk factors and then decide on what makes an optimal health regimen for me. And maybe that health regimen doesn't involve seeing the gynecologist or the OBGYN on a regular basis, on a yearly basis, but there should be some frequency and that should be discussed and be predetermined in advance. And I know that sounds pretty radical, but not really. I'm just saying you don't have to do things behind the back of your OBGYN or or, or try to avoid cost by doing these other things to avoid the cost of an office visit and that maybe there should be that one-time consultation with the gynecologist to map out how often you need to come for your care. And understanding that a lot of the um, services provided by the gynecologist could very well be handled by your primary care physician. And so why not do that? Instead of needing two doctors, a primary care doctor, and an obstetrician gynecologist, why not have one and then use the gynecologist, use the OBGYN as needed? But we need to be clear on what those needs would be and why a woman should see a gynecologist and the risk factors that are inherent in her health history. And so I am of the mindset that I welcome the new change, but I say it doesn't have to be done in secret. Do it in broad daylight. Have a conversation with your gynecologist. Map out your own individual strategy using your PCP, using online services, using your OBGYN to come up with a health healthcare system regimen that's tailored especially to you and your needs because things happen. And we need to value our health care because there's nothing more precious than our health. And so this is Dr. Rahman saying, it's a new day, and I personally want to be on the cutting edge. I don't want to be stuck in what has been and should always be, but be able to be forward-thinking, progressive in addressing the health care needs of women, and particularly women of color. Take care.